Hello, this is Mark Brown for Beyond the Room at the Centre for Global Mental Health's 10th anniversary birthday party stroke conference at um, King's College in London. And the title of the event is The Road to Global Mental Health. I'm here with... Charlotte Hanlon. Um, Charlotte presented with her colleague Crick Lund um, on the successes and ongoing challenges in integrating mental health into primary care in low-resource settings. It's a really long title. For the people at home, can you just break down what the bits of that are and then tell me a little bit about your view of the challenges and the possible solutions to them? So um, the successes over the last 10 years have really been enormous um, when we think about this whole project of trying to expand mental health care by integrating primary care has been going on for about 50 years now but there's really been quite a transformation in the level of activity of actually implementing on the ground so people actually taking forward the integration of mental health in different primary care settings over 100 countries around the world but also in the quality of the research and the way that that research has been directed to answer really important questions so that we're actually able to now start improving our models of care, making sure our resources are really well targeted um, so that we're, we're using them in the best way to get the best results at the population level and in an equitable way as well. So there's big successes. So for the people at home, when we're, we're, when we're talking about primary care, if we were, for instance, in grey, rainy, grumpy Great Britain, we'd be talking about a GP. Um, I'm presuming primary care looks different in different countries across the world. Um, Tell us a little bit about how it differs and also how integrating mental health into these different places, um, what that looks like and how you think about it. That's a really good point and it's one of these things that causes a lot of confusion across the global mental health community that we're often not really talking about the same thing. So I live and work in Ethiopia and most of our work is in a very rural area and the primary care setting is um, really run by nurses, midwives and health officers who are like a nurse practitioner, they have about a four-year degree and somewhere intermediate between a doctor and a nurse. But primary care is also very much conceptualised as, as extending into the community. Um, so although the resources are smaller where I work in Ethiopia, the community engagement is actually probably much more closely aligned to primary care than if I was working in South London. So we have community health workers who go house to house and identify vulnerable families, identify um, people who are in need of a little bit more encouragement to take up health care um, and provide services that can't be accessed um, by everybody coming to a facility. So that's in a rural Ethiopia, but if you were to start looking at an urban slum in Kenya or a big Latin American city, again, you'd be looking at completely different challenges, um, different sorts of personnel um, who get caught under the umbrella of primary care. But certainly, it's very rarely a specialist person who's had specialist training as a family doctor. So that's not really what the norm is. So so that presumably means that looking at this question kind of globally, you're looking at kind of themes and principles more than you're looking at really specific implementations or maybe I've got the wrong end of the stick there. 
So I think we would say that there are some things that are kind of core, that you probably are themes that go across settings, um, but that we've really kind of woken up to the importance of how context affects not just um, how things are delivered and the health system, the the cultural context and the way people conceptualise mental health, Um, But also, you know, even how effective interventions can be. So it's not just who your providers might be. So the whole field of implementation research is really starting to grapple with, well, how do we think about the way that context systematically impacts on the way we do deliver care and how effective it is? Um, And that's, I think we're starting to scratch the surface, but that's something I think really is beginning to take off and will be very fruitful. So, and it's really all about what works for whom and where so it's sort of saying you know not everything works for everybody in every setting and we need to think about focusing our approach so just just to kind of finish off what would you say from the perspective of people who aren't in grumpy rainy gray london um what's what are some of the most commonly voiced discomforts around the idea of global mental health because global mental health is a concept not necessarily a thing in itself Um, what are the the kind of largest discomforts and disagreements between different countries different places Um, well I mean there's uh, there are varying sort of um, ways of thinking about what global mental health is trying to achieve and, and whose agenda is being is, is who is setting that agenda um, if I sort of look forward the next 10 years, the last few years there's really been a strengthening of southern partners um, in the kind of mental health research but also implementation planning and what that should look like uh, in different settings um, and I see that as a really vital um, way forward, you know that this has to be led from within countries um, and therefore will be appropriate and will be a global mental health that makes sense for that setting. Um, And there are lots of very valid and important concerns about the influence of pharmaceutical companies in places where regulation may not be very tight. But to counter that, you know, there's also an inadequate investment of pharmaceutical companies in very low-income countries. So these things are really complex and they kind of play out in different countries in different ways. The best way to kind of make sure we don't get derailed by that sort of those kind of influences, I really think, is to make sure that our centre of gravity moves from London and moves out to our partner countries so that it can be kept in check and and really focused on what's important. Fantastic. That was that was a superb answer to a very difficult question. Thank you for talking to me. Thank you.